All right. Welcome. Welcome to The Sedated Man, episode 71, Gratitude, The Monster in the Closet. So let's talk about gratitude. Now, for some of you guys out there, some of you happy-go-lucky guys, gratitude's just a natural state. And for others, you're like, well, I'm grateful. I'm a grateful person. I'm thankful. And yet others of you may be like me where gratitude is an issue. It's, it's not that you're not grateful, but I think that we as men don't understand its power, don't really understand you know, what it can change and what it can do. I'm very much a systems guy. And what do I mean by that? I understand systems. You know, I was 24 years uh, in the National Guard and and part of the, the, one of the easy things for me was the army systems. Now, the hard part was the fact that most soldiers wouldn't follow the systems, but that's a whole different discussion for a different time. But the systems that were in place were there to make things efficient. So I'm always looking for the system. Now, scripture has many systems. And gratitude is one of those systems that's always eluded me. But, and it's been the monster in my closet because I've always considered myself a grateful person, but but my wife and I have often, you know, to be grateful is easier for my wife than it is for me. And granted, you know, females are, are emotional beings. That's how, the, that's how God designed them. And I'm thankful for that because, uh, you know, we men, we don't, we don't wade through the waters of emotion very well. <clears throat> you know, we tend to trip on rocks. So the conversation my wife and I have had many times is what does, you know, if I consider myself a grateful person, why, why do I need to practice gratitude? You know, why do I have to practice thankfulness if I am thankful, if I am, you know, if, if I do feel gratitude towards certain things. So, you know, I'm not a student of uh, Gary Vanderchuk, Gary V, and I know a lot of you guys probably know who he is, but I did catch something he said uh, a couple of weeks ago that has bothered me ever since I heard him say it. And what he was talking about was he said a lot of his fans ask him why, you know, if he's on drugs because he's so amped up all the time. And he said he tells them the same thing every time that gratitude is better than any caffeine or any cocaine. And that really hit me because I have struggled with this concept of gratitude in an active sense. And, you know, and I mean, to be honest, you know, right now, look, the reason I do this show is to help men move from sedated to Titan. That's, that's exactly it. But in order to do that, I have to make those moves myself. And I don't want you guys to think for two seconds. I mean, today's show is not a rant. I know I've done a couple of rant shows and that's because, you know, I feel very passionately about, about men's potential in Christ. But today I don't want to rant. I want to explore and I want to explore this gratitude thing according to scripture, because what I came to by the end of my notes was very different than what I started with. And it only took three or four verses to get there. But, you know, right now, right now in my life, you know, my wife and I are trying to start a business uh, and we're thousands of dollars in debt. And, and that's stressful. And, you know, I'm in a job that I'm grateful for, but I don't enjoy. And, and the reason I don't enjoy it isn't because of my employer. The guy's a great guy. Very fair. I, you know, 
I'm grateful to have him as an employer. I just don't feel like I'm good at what I'm doing. And I would bet money that there's a number of guys out there who feel the same way. They just don't feel like they're good at what they do. Like they settled for it because there was nothing else. And, and I'm stuck. <laughs> Quite honestly, right now I feel stuck. Now, what I do understand is that it's part of the process with a lot of guys. I myself uh, find that I compare myself to other people entirely too much. I saw a quote not too long ago that was, uh, comparison is an addiction to failing. Because so long as you're consistently comparing yourself to somebody else, you're addicted to failing. You will always find why you're not doing something like they like you think you should or why somebody else is doing something better than you when you've put in just as much work. Okay. And I'm not even talking jealousy. I'm just talking comparison. I think it's totally doable to be proud of somebody, to be excited for somebody's achievement and then feel within yourself still that you are dropping the ball somewhere that you did, you are not stepping up. And what you're doing is you're saying they did it. I've worked hard. Why haven't I done it? And quite honestly, they took step. Maybe this gratitude thing was part of their steps and we just simply haven't instituted it. Now let me talk about, you know, the things that I want to explore today are, you know, with gratitude, does scripture support, or let me back up. The world would tell you that gratitude is an active tool because generally speaking, I don't think that we as Christian men really talk about thankfulness and gratitude because it's kind of touchy feely. And as a result, it makes us a little uncomfortable. You know, the guys who are just happy go lucky, everything's great. You know, you know, guys like me, let's be honest, we want to slap guys like that. Not because we're not, not because we're not grateful for their, their enthusiasm, but it's like, Whoa, back up. All right. What, what is your deal? <laughs> and in truth, they understand gratitude. They understand thankfulness. And as a result, you know, their lives are, their lives are typically a lot more uh, smooth. Let's just say that doesn't mean they don't have confidence issues, but, but they figured out a huge chunk that some of us haven't figured out. So with that, the world's view of gratitude, like I said, is, a, is an active tool. So my question today is, does scripture support that? Do we as Christian men really understand it? And do we use it too passively? And should it be an active part of our lives? You know, I have met more men that are stuck than not. I have a book that I'm writing right now, and I'm not stuck on the book. I'm, I'm stuck in my purpose and what I'm doing. The book, quite honestly, I think is exactly what I need to do in that area. But that area is one of many areas I have going right now. It's one of many things that I'm doing. And the book will definitely help. It will help. My hope is it'll help millions of men. But, but gratitude. What the heck am I doing with it? Am I, am I not utilizing it? Is this why I'm stuck? Is this why I'm struggling with depression? Is this why, why I feel like I'm not stepping up in my business the way I should? You know, my wife and I have entered a field, you know, in the online space where we have come in contact with many, many, many positive forward moving people. And, you know, to be honest, I compare myself and I see where I'm lacking and I don't see where I'm moving ahead and, and it's harmful. It's harmful to me, you know, because basically, uh, I have, 
I want to help you to be the best person you can be. But I don't like myself enough to help me. So let that sink in. Part of this pot, the reason for this podcast is also to help me move forward. It's to leave something for my sons, my, my grandkids, my great grandkids, something that they can see, you know, Hey, he struggled, but he did it. He accomplished it. He kept moving forward. A sincere belief that I have is that every one of us has a Titan within us. Every one of us. And we would be lacking uh, God's resource. Well, let me, how do I want to say that? That We are not completing what the Lord put us on this earth to do if we are not actively trying to bring the Titan that he put within us out. Each of us has the ability to change the world. And I think this gratitude thing might be one of the major keys to get there. So with that, uh, Psalm 28. In Psalm 28, in verse 7, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart exalts, and with my song I shall thank him. You know, David lists part of why he's thankful to God. He's thankful because his trust, his knowing that God has his back, and David doesn't even have the, I mean, you know, David doesn't even have the indwelling presence of the Spirit here, but he knows that because God has his back, that is enough reason to be thankful. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him. He has complete trust that God's got him. And he goes into saying, and with my song, I shall thank him. He wants to outwardly show his thanks, to show his gratitude to God for having his back for granting him his strength and his shield. So then is gratitude, like I said, the answer to being stuck? Was David ever stuck? Well, we see points in his life where it might appear that he was stuck. But I would, sub I, I would suggest that David always knew because of his respect for Saul and the fact that he would not kill him because he was God's anointed, he understood what it meant to be God's anointed. And he knew that no matter what was going on, God had his back, that God would guide him. Do we do that? We who claim to have the indwelling presence of the Spirit, do we offer up thanks for the fact that God has our back, or do we just sit around and wonder if God has our back? Moving on to Ephesians, Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter four. Moving into the New Testament. And for those of you who are ever curious, I use the New American Standard Bible. Ephesians chapter four and verse six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So, so we're to pray 
Well, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving can't be separated from it. You know, I have often found myself in prayer asking, but never thanking. I do actively try to remember to thank every time I always have, but I still find myself when I'm in problems, when things get difficult, asking, pleading, and never thanking. Never saying, thank you for this, this, and this. I have this issue. Can we talk about that? Always, when things get tough, Lord, I need to talk to you about this. When in truth, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I mean, with thanksgiving, you get what in Ephesians? You get peace that will guard your hearts and your minds. And isn't that what we're looking for? Aren't we looking for God to help us with our hearts and minds? Aren't we looking for God to help us understand ourselves in Christ so that we can conquer? We've talked about how men are without a cause. That's, that's why we go to these movies. That's why we look for heroes. That's why the hero's journey is such a, a hot topic right now amongst Christian men's groups and even outside of Christian men's groups. It's because we need a cause. We're looking for a cause. But do we have thankful hearts? If the cause were to find us, would we recognize it or would we still be looking for answers and let that opportunity pass by? Is gratitude the answer? Is it that missing link? Is it that thing that churches have become soft on? Has it been cut out of check the box Christianity? Because you know, a lot of things have, it's just a, I'm in the, I'm in the chair. I'm listening to the message. I took Lord's supper. I did this, you know, check the box, check the box, check the box. I don't think gratitude's on that checklist. Moving over to Colossians chapter two. Colossians chapter two, verses six and seven also. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Now, remember one thing about Colossians. He's talking to who? He's talking to the church in Colossae. He's talking to people who are already Christians, who should understand certain things, right? We are to overflow in gratitude, right? So walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him, established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. They were also instructed in gratitude. What the heck are we doing? I think we can totally say just by these three scriptures that gratitude is an active tool. And like any tool, the only way that we can understand the mechanics of the tool is to pick it up and use it. Are we stealing joy from our wives, from our kids, from our brothers and sisters in Christ by not actively showing gratitude, by not actively showing thankfulness, by not actively praying in thanks? Are we, are we robbing the church of its joy? Are we then ultimately a huge part of the problem? We've got all these things we want to fix and we're passionate about it, but without gratitude, those things we want to see done are empty. 
without thankfulness, there's nothing to build on. Without recognizing those things, what use, why is God going to help you if you can't say thank you for the things he's already helped with? I'm not talking about once, say it a couple of times. I mean, you know, it's totally, it's going to be dependent on you and how you understand it. These are three verses, three verses to which to me concrete that gratitude and thankfulness are active Christian tools. Have we forgotten how to use this tool? Do we need to return to this tool? Absolutely need to return to this tool because we chose to leave it. We were, you know, we get brought up, we, we do what we should do, then we get comfortable. And comfort is destructive. That's, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Comfort is completely destructive to building the kingdom. I'm not saying you can never be comfortable. I'm not saying, you know, I would never say that being wealthy is a sin. I'm not, I would never say that being, that being uh, just a regular worker is a sin. I would say that scripture doesn't support being average or mediocre. But being outstanding as a Christian is going to look different for everybody. But gratitude should look the same for all of us. What we're grateful for will, will change. What we're thankful about will be different. But actively seeking it, as actively using it as a tool should look the same for all of us. So I want to give you tools. I've got tools. So granted, this isn't like a long, long podcast this time, but surprisingly enough, I thought this would be this long, major subject, and it's not. It's very simple. I'm the one who's made it complicated. Maybe you're the one who's made it complicated in your house. Maybe that frown that you wear because you've been so beat up is really your own fault. So tools, let's talk tools. Now, if you go to my Patreon page, the tools I'm going to talk about here will be listed there, the links to those pages. Okay, one thing I did recently is I took, uh, I'm always actively looking at personality tests. One of my, excuse me, one of my favorite personality tests is the flag page, and that is on, uh, on my site. However, I did come across a different one this week that I found to be equally helpful, all right? And it's helped, it really you know, one of the best things you can do is learn more about yourself and why you are the way you are so that you can give more to the world because we don't always, you know, we don't have a 30,000 foot view of ourselves. We're just right here. We're always in the mirror. We're always in our own face. These, these personality tests, good ones, good ones. Uh, they help give us a 30,000 foot view, so to speak of, of ourselves as though we were looking in. Now, this one has actually helped me tremendously with both my wife and I, and you go to, if you go to 16personalities.com, and like I said, that link is in the show notes, um, it's a free personality test. I think it's based on the Myers-Briggs test, and it takes less than 10 minutes to do, and it's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. I was very impressed with it. And if you want to know uh, how those personalities compare to one another, there is a comparison chart, and the link will also be right under that for the comparison charts. If you want to see those to see, uh, then you can laugh about just how, uh, how uh, well you and your wife are paired. <laughs> so, but why, why would this make a difference to gratitude? Because knowing more about yourself, knowing more about why you are the way you are, 
not just all oh, you know, I know that I know that I don't need a personality test to tell me, Mike, no, I'm telling you it's free. Go take the personality test. It's going to give you some insight that you hadn't thought about before. And you can more effectively use gratitude knowing these things. All right. Just go check it out. Uh, another thing I came across was called the gratitude project. And uh, there's a link on there for tools, gratitude tools. There's a number of videos. There's a number of tools to help you actively bring gratitude into your life as a daily, uh, as a daily practice. Now, keep in mind, I did go through some of the videos. Uh, it's not Christian based. It's based strictly on being uh, grateful. Some of the tools are really good. I obviously don't have time to vet all of it. So take it with a grain of salt. If you don't like something, simply move on to something that does resonate with you. Okay. But there are several videos there's several, uh, uh, PDFs, I believe several, uh, active things that you can, things you can do every day to reintroduce great, great, uh, sorry, gratitude into your life and to make it an active tool. Uh, the other thing, there's a video link on there for the gratitude experiment. It's a quick, like four and a half minute video about, uh, the experiment that was done on gratitude itself. And it actually covers science. If you're the science guy, it covers the scientific reason that gratitude is better for you and as an active part of your life than not. Okay. And they've actually got the science behind it and the experiment that was done in the numbers. So if you are still a little on the fence, if scripture wasn't enough for you, which it should have been, then go check it out there and it'll make a lot more sense. The Lord is looking for gracious men, looking for grateful men. David was grateful. Yeah, he made mistakes. I don't want to talk about that. David made mistakes. You made mistakes. God blessed him beyond blessing, really, in my opinion. But he was a grateful guy. Gratefulness was an active part of his day. It just never occurred to me until now how much, how big, what size tool it was. You know, we need to change it. We need to live Hebrews 4.12, not just read it. And I'm not going to read it here. I want you to go look. Hebrews 4.12, we need to be it, not just read it. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We can compare ourselves to others. We can look at others and say, well, man, why did it take me so long to figure this gratitude thing out? It doesn't matter. My path is different than your path, is different than your neighbor's path, is different than their relative's path. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we get it straight now. And that's hard to say from a guy who constantly compares himself to others. I've been, I've been passed for promotions. I've been, you know, constantly. I lost, you know, when I, when I left the congregation I was at before, that was a really tough thing for me. Not a lot to be thankful for, but due to my convictions, due to where I stood in scripture, I had no choice. And I was hurt for a very long time. I still carry some of that hurt. But the things that have come from it, the relationships that have come as a result of that, I really should be thankful for because our life, spiritually speaking, is in a much better place than it would have been. And to be honest, I have not. I have been grateful for many things, and I haven't thought to be grateful for that. So today's is not just me yelling at you. It's me yelling at me. Gratitude. Gratitude is the answer many of us are looking for. 
go find the tools, make it a daily habit. I'm going to make it a daily habit. I just got to find which tool I want to use. And let's see what changes. Changing us, changing our relationship with our wives, changing our relationship with our kids. You can only change the world one person at a time. Start with those closest to you. You. So with that, if you're watching this on YouTube, there's the wave I give everyone on YouTube. Uh, and you want to listen to this again on podcast format, you can find us on anchor.fm, on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, CastBox, Breaker, and Spotify. And there's usually it's just whatever, uh, whatever platform you, that you listen to, we are there. Also, you can contact us or see us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'll just look for The Sedated Man. If you want to talk to me directly, you can talk to me at mike at thesedatedman.com. That's mike at thesedatedman.com. And the show notes for today's show, where we have many links from past shows, links for today's show and uh, scriptures. And that's on patreon.com slash thesedatedman. Now, one thing I will tell you is if you would like to donate to this podcast, we got our first patron, I might add. Uh, if you do want to donate to this podcast, you can donate a dollar to $5 to whatever you want. Um, I would encourage you to do so. If you feel that, that the content you're getting here is helpful, okay, uh, then I would encourage you to donate. Now, why do I say that? I don't say that because I'm looking for your money. I'm looking, there is, there is equipment here, such as this mic. I pay for all that myself and I'm happy to do so, but there is other equipment that I'm, I'm needing that is still a little outside my budget and that's what that money would go to. So, so just so anybody thinks that I'm just out, you know, throwing it a coffee. No, it is for the podcast. But with that, you guys have a great day. You guys go out and go forth and, and conquer.